dude. Yeah. It was a GI Jane joke. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. I'm going to, okay? Creep on in, on in, on in. I just had to. Welcome back to another episode. Welcome to the Candor and Clarity Show with Leah Larray. Hello again. <laughs> oh my goodness. It has been quite the entertaining week, wouldn't you say? Uh, you know, I usually warm up to the show, you know, a little whoop-de-whoop. But um, I think I'm going to just dive right on in because we all heard the slap around the world. And <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I'm honestly still shocked about what happened, how it went down. Um, wow. So Will Smith slaps Chris Brown. Oh, Chris Brown. Chris Rock. And uh, I've been watching, listening to all of these different opinions, uh, think pieces, arguments, the whole nine. And of course, I'm going to share my little perspective, my little opinion, but I'm not going to spend too much time on this because, you know, enough people have already commented on it. And I actually am quite uh, tired of talking about this, but, you know, I'm going to offer my little opinion because it's much deeper. There's so many layers to this situation uh, and we can look at it from all different sides of the coin. I think this is one of those situations where all perspectives can be true, right? You know, I've seen so many people arguing and just, you know, <laughs> debating at the end of the day. <sighs> We don't know these people, right? We feel connected to them through their work. And um, it's easy to choose a side based on your own way of looking at the world, your experience, you know. Um, but for the lack of, of better words... <laughs> My opinion on all of this uh, is, is one, 
Will Smith should not have slapped him on national television. Right? Um, I can empathize with all sides. I can empathize with Jada for being offended at what Chris Rock said. Um, as far as if he knew she had alopecia, all of that shit is irrelevant because at the end of the day, we all know comedy is comedy and anybody can get it. <laughs> okay. You are not excluded from getting joked on. Uh, that doesn't excuse the joke, but the, it is the reality of comics and, and how they do things and how they view the world. You want to get joked on, all right? Um, now, when it's something serious, you, you, you know, and the person is aware about it and jokes about a specific condition, then, you know... <sighs> that may warrant a slap, but even then, not on national television, especially if you are Black. And there's a lot of opinions on uh, Chris Rock shouldn't have, shouldn't have said anything about her hair because she's a Black woman and he knows the struggle of Black women. Black women need to be protected. Listen, all of that can be true. All of that can be true. Uh, but I will say that even with all of that being true, in the spirit of comedy and laughter and jokes and what have you, everybody got joked on that night. There was no special uh, red carpet for Jada. <laughs> everybody got joked on. And it was awkward for a lot of people. No one else ran up and smacked the hell out of Chris. So, you know. Uh, but I, but also, and this is my take on, on Will's actions based off of what he's put out there, right? So in his recently launched book, he mentions how, you know, he's been dealing with the emotions, the internal emotions surrounding um, his childhood and a lot of trauma, you know, that was uh, accumulated in his childhood and that he's just now being able to really work through as an adult. One of those things was the, um, the fact that he wasn't able to protect his mother during uh, some physical altercations, I believe, uh, from his father. Right. So in his speech, when he mentions, you know, being able to protect and, and do all of these things, protect women, uh, I, I think some of that had to do with his childhood and being that his wife is is embarrassed and, you know, who knows what she's going through personally at home. Right. We don't get to see that. So. I feel like everyone was justified in how they felt, right? How you feel is how you feel. Cool. What you do with those feelings matters. It matters. Because, and see, 
every to everyone who was condoning, yeah, he should have walked up and slapped him or whatever. Would you slap somebody at work? Hmm? Would you slap somebody at work? If they said something, you know, you would have handled it. You would have handled it accordingly, right? Because you're in public, you're in you're in your workplace, etc. We can go on with the excuses of why you just not going to slap. How many times have you wanted to slap a coworker for saying some wild shit? Because I know I didn't been there, okay? I didn't want to slap a couple people, bosses included. <laughs> but you know that you cannot do that at work. I feel like this is kind of the same thing, especially if you're on national TV when 12 million plus people are watching. I think in that moment, he either lost perspective (laughs) or he just didn't give a fuck and just chose violence. I mean... Either of those could be true. Nonetheless, (laughs) I say all that to say, uh, I feel like Will Smith has a lot of repressed anger that he's dealing with, especially over the events of the last couple of years surrounding his marriage, um, the internet, you know, the industry. I think his reaction was a compounded emotional reaction to all of the shit he's been holding in, right? Because if you pay attention to people, they tell you, they show you what's going on, right? So in every interview that I've seen of his over the last, I'll say, few months, he has been very emotional. He has been very... uh, um, emotionally expressive about where he is in this place in his life, which is, you know, no judgment, which is fine. Like, you know, I just had a couple tears yesterday, <laughs> you know, so it's, uh, it, it's not the emotional thing that we should judge him on, you know, because we honestly don't know the amount of stress that he's under. We don't know the things that he's going through. We don't know any of that. Right. Besides what they what they decide to to um to disclose, so knowing that this person is going through all of this, I don't fault him for feeling the way that he is feeling or even doing what he did, right? Especially because if we don't know the history between him and and Chris Rock and Jada, you know, this probably stems back from years ago or them feeling a way about, you know, um, him clowning them on the 2000, I think it was 15 awards, uh, Oscar awards when they were protesting the Oscars, the Oscars so white, you know, um, he definitely clowned them then. So, I mean, it may be stemming back from that. We we really don't know, right? I feel like the point here is repressed anger will make you do some shit out of character, okay? Ask me how I know. We're not getting into all that 
today, but <laughs> repressed anger will have you, you know, wilding out. He stepped outside of character. And I think a lot of us were uh, surprised or shocked because of the Will Smith that he has presented to the public may or may not be his true self, right? And he's said this, you know, that he's created this character. He's, you know, created this movie star Will Smith that he had been trying to live up to for years, right? Which also causes damage and anger and frustration and all of these emotions that are very human. We we all experience them. You know, it, it caused him to be reactive in that moment, right? Uh, especially with the pressures of the Oscars and, you know, him, the protests, dealing with Hollywood, all of that shit that he's been carrying, right? And um, I think this is a conversation that's important to have because there are a lot of men there are women too, but I'm talking about men today. Okay. There are a lot of men who have a lot of repressed anger. And we see this in our neighborhoods, right? We see this in the violence with the young men in the music industry, with them, you know, fighting and shooting and, and each other and all of that. Like we see this, right? People acting out of their emotions because there's really no outlet and not saying that will doesn't have an outlet but obviously there are some deep embedded traumas that he's dealing with and unfortunately this is playing out in front of the world all of these things you know again can be true Will Smith can be going through emotional turmoil. Jada could have had her feelings hurt. And Chris Rock, you know, could have felt that he was innocent in his joke telling. I think what happened here was just a mix up of of understanding, of um, uh, relation, you know. Again, we don't know any of these people. We don't know their history, their real history between them. You know, like who knows? There could be a lot of different things that set Will off. You know, somebody could have said something about Jada prior to the show, or there could have been, you know, feelings or, you know, something that was uh, done or said or expressed that we have no clue about and nor should we because it is these people's personal lives. <laughs> You know, um, but I will say that our worship of celebrities and um, our couple goals that we tend to create based off these people's public lives, you know, at the end of the day, they are all human right? They're not demigods. You know, they are human, flesh and blood. And 
when they fuck up, because they will fuck up, Chris Brown fucked up and beat the shit out of Rihanna, and look, <laughs> here he is still thriving. You know, it's we forgave him, right? You still support Chris Brown and all this. So, you know, I just hate that um, this just turned into to to what it is. You know, it's unfortunate and it's just another thing that has divided black people, you know, because on one side you have black women saying, you know what? Yes, protect us by any means. Do what the fuck is necessary. If you got to knock a motherfucker out, do that. Then you have, you know, um, the other side saying, no, <laughs> you got to worry about your money. You, you know, you don't want to get on these white folks' bad side. Then you have the woke people, right? Fuck how these people view us, do, 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 tear up wherever, you know, okay? And it's just like, <laughs> at some points, we as a collective... <laughs> have to really um, realize that, you know, we are way too invested in these people's lives because guarantee um, somebody at the family reunion then got into a fight and somebody got slapped or punched or kicked, whatever. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, you know, I understand why Will Smith did it. I don't think he should have did it then. He should have waited till backstage or after the show or whatever, if he really wanted to, you know, slap the shit out of him. I don't think, you know, he should have did it on national TV. I'm not saying he should not have slapped him because <laughs> maybe there was some shit that we don't know about that, you know, was just the last straw. Who knows? And at this point, I really don't care, but I am sharing uh, my opinion because I think it's important that we realize how repressed anger will cause you to do some shit that is out of character and we have to stop putting these celebrities these these people humans on a pedestal and then when they fuck up tearing them down as if they're a terrible fucking person like that shit we have to stop you know because in my opinion it's wasted energy and, um, you know, it's sad that all of this drama overshadowed the the good things that were happening at the Oscars. For instance, Will Packard being this, only the second Black person in the Oscar history, in the 94 years that the Oscars have been going on, he is the second Black person to host or to produce the show, he hired black staff, black talent, you know, um, and it's unfortunate that this incident occurred on his dime, you know, not saying that it's his fault, you know, but I'm just like, damn, the moment that they let us, you know, have just a little bit of, of you know, try to include us a little bit and I don't care about the coons who gonna call me a coon or whatever. I don't, I don't care. It's my opinion. It's my show. <laughs> but the fact that they were open enough 
to allow some more diversity, some more blackness into their little club. And then this happens. It's very unfortunate, very unfortunate, which is why we have to continue to celebrate our own accomplishments, our own achievements, just as they do, right? The Oscars have been around for 94 years, almost a whole fucking century, right? And and they just now getting, just now at 94, just now getting to allowing some Black folks to have some leverage in there. Listen, And it's not about being performative for white people. It's not about that. It's about realizing the fact that we don't have control in certain areas, right? In a lot of areas, in most areas in this society. We don't have any ownership, all right? So, you know, if we are on this, if we're going to die on this horse, or on the sword, talking about inclusion and and how, you know, they need to let us in those spaces. Well, we kind of can't do shit, like walk up on stage or national television and slap somebody, right? Aside from all of the morally, (laughs) how do I want to say this? Uh, they're not the best judge of moral and character. We know this. We know that, right? But if we're going to play the game, we have to play the game accordingly or you lose. That is the whole point, right? It's not about dancing and appeasing. No, it's about getting more leverage, right? Because when you don't own the game, all you can do is play it, right? You got to play it smart, okay? Enough of that. <laughs> the fact that this that this drama, uh, you know, overshadowed all of the greatness of of the Oscars and all of the winners and all of that, um, you know, was really sad. Like, I I hate I hate that this happened, and uh, you know. Unfortunately, the fact that it was caught on national television, it ain't going away. People are going to keep on talking about it. And also, I will say, I want to say that, yes, uh, Black women want to be protected by our men. We, we most certainly do. We want to feel safe. We want to feel heard. We want to feel that you have our back, right? But also me personally, I'll speak for myself. As a Black woman, the best way for you to protect me is to be rational, right? Be rational because that situation could have went way differently. You know what I'm saying? It could have went way, it could have, it could have went so many different ways. Thank God that it did not. But as, as hypersensitive as this society is right now and on guard everyone is, you know, who's to say that Chris Rock wouldn't have just 
knocked him out cold, you know, came back and, and did something from behind. Like, you know, it just, there's so many different ways that that could have gone. And it could have ended in a way that we really did not want. You know, the cops, thank God, were not involved. Security, none of that went down. Thank God, because who knows how that would have went. You know, so black men. The best thing that you can do for yourself and for us as black women is to one, heal and deal with your trauma. So that way, when you're triggered, you're not liable to just punch a motherfucker in public or shoot or stab or do any of that shit. You know, that's the best way that you can protect black women is to heal, heal your 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 past traumas, your your childhood, all, heal all that shit. Go get some therapy, you know, meditate, do some yoga, whatever you need to do <laughs> to to make sure that you're good, okay? And if it comes down to busting a motherfucker up, yes, we want you to do that if the situation calls for it, right? But if it doesn't, you know, my job is to make sure that you don't fuck up the money. <laughs> don't fuck up the money, you know, because then, you know, then we really in a situation, you know what I'm saying? Like, again, we don't know how this is going to um, affect Will's career. If it does, <laughs> I don't really think it will. I mean, some people may not work with him after this, but he's a he's a fucking multimillionaire. He will be okay. I think he owns his own production company at this point. So he doesn't need Hollywood. He's already made them millions, became a super mega star. Like at this point, you know, he could retire if he wanted to and still be I, you know, but for my black men who are not rich, please don't go around slapping people and catch a charge and then your ass in, the, in jail. Like, we don't need no more brothers behind bars. We need you here in in the streets with us, not in the streets, but, you know, we home with us, building families, being uh, a pillar, uh, a leader in your community. That's what we need. Let's get into the strain of the week. This new strain, MK Ultra. Um, it's more herbal, it has some peppery and citrus notes to it. And it is also known as MKU and MK Ultra OG. It is a potent indica marijuana strain made by crossing OG Kush with G13. The strain produces euphoric effects that are fast acting and best known when strong medication is desired. MK Ultra is bred by TH Seeds and won first place indica at the High Times Cannabis Cup in 2003 and second place in 2004. This strain gets its name from the methods. Listen to this. This strain 
gets its name from the methods of mental manipulation employed by the CIA's project MK Ultra. Listen. <laughs> that is a lot, okay? Um MK Ultra, you know, it's it's nice and light, it's a little airy. Um definitely needed after the debauchery of this week and so we are just going to take a moment to just breathe Movies to watch, all right? The Adam Project was very good. It was witty. It was cute. It was sentimental. Um, it had like some sci-fi shit, um, you know, like a blast from the past, back to the future. It was really cool. It was really cool. And um, what is his name? Is it, it's not Ryan Reynolds. It's the other Ryan. Damn, I can never remember these folks' name. Um, anyway, it was a good, good movie. I liked it. Uh, very cute. Also, the woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. <laughs> the title alone is like, what the fuck? Who came up with this title and why? Um, very, I don't even know. It was entertaining it was, uh, it kept you wanting more, you know, so we binged it in, in a whole fucking night and then it was three o'clock in the morning and we were like, really, this is how it's going to end. It's a, it's a it's a series. I really hope that they're bringing back a second season because I really do not understand how this ended. Like, and see, here's the thing too. You know, I want to be in the writer's room when they're coming up with this shit. So I could be like, Mm-mm, don't. No, don't end it like that. That's going to be whack. And a lot of people are going to be mad. Like I need to be in the writer's room with some of these people because I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> Why does the show end like that? And it's not about a cliffhanger. Like it's if you're going to end it abruptly with some dumb shit, like have a cliffhanger that's like, oh, I can't wait until season two. You know what I'm saying? Like Ozark. Now, I'm a little mad at how long they decided to bring back the second half of season four. I'm a little mad at that. Okay, it's coming back April 30th or something like, or April 29th. And, um, but they left a good cliffhanger, right? Woman in the house across the street from the girl in the window. Check that out. It's on Netflix. You know, something to binge on a lazy Sunday, Saturday, whatever. You know, uh, don't take it too seriously because it's it's a little ridiculous, <laughs> a little, uh, but it's it's fun. Uh, I believe we have a couple of African goddess rising oracle cards that I pulled before I started the show. And um, it's interesting, the cards that came up, the goddesses that are visiting us today are Mami Wata, 
right? Mami Wata. She is the goddess of the sea of water. And uh, so we're going to get into all of that. And ooh, I love the way that she is uh, depicted here on this card. So she's like a mermaid, like a black mermaid. Um, she has the planet Saturn next to her. So, um, and she's also wrapped in a snake, which is interesting. Um, so yeah. Mami Wata is the first goddess to visit us. And uh, and guess who? Guess who came? Medusa has a word today, all right? She represents rage. Medusa. And look at that. Mm-mm-mm. We are on the brink of a new moon in Aries, right? So Aries, if you don't know is the first sign of the zodiac. Um, Aries also ushers in a um, new year, which is spring. Uh, They are, they represent the element of fire. And um, so, you know, could be a reason why Will Smith felt the need to smack the shadow of Chris Rock. (laughs) That sounds like a a uh, spontaneous reaction that an Aries he must have Aries somewhere in his chart uh, because that sounds like something that an emotional uh, reactive Aries would do okay uh, you know I my moon is in Aries so you know I can be a little uh, fiery and irrational but I've learned to manage that through healing and meditation and yoga. <laughs> All right, Mami Wata. Hmm. She is the goddess of emotional nakedness. Her element is water, uh, which represents emotions, obviously. And so, Mami Wata and her sisters live in um, Ikboka, live in the Iboka River in Benin City, Nigeria. But the ancient mermaid goddess is her own global pantheon. Mami Wata influences emotions and gifts her followers with clairvoyance and healing powers. Mommy Wata's guidance, hide no more. The emotional nakedness you avoid is your superpower, not your shame. Mm. Mm. That makes me think of, since we're on the topic of Will Smith and how, how he reacted to um, Chris Rock, you know, he has definitely been very emotionally vulnerable um, in the public eye, like I've seen, like I'm seeing interviews of him just like crying and trying to get it out, which is part of his healing, right. Talking about it. Um, and I really hope he is going to therapy, you know, to heal a lot of that. And so with mommy, with mommy Wata coming and, and saying, hide no more, um, show your emotional nakedness, just, you know, that's, that's the season that we're in. And that's, 
what is being asked probably of all of us. Maybe we all need to be a little bit more emotionally naked, right? Not have repressed anger. Let the waters flow. Let let shit come up because the only way that you can heal it is if you let it come up. All right. Um, being emotionally naked means being vulnerable enough for the real you to shine through. Vulnerability is a strength, not a weakness. Mm. You know what? <laughs> In all honesty, this episode was supposed to be about vulnerability and emotional nakedness. So I guess that's what we talk about next week. Uh, practice being transparent. Start with the people closest to you. Say, I haven't been showing the whole me, but I am starting today. Have the courage to feel and express your feelings without people pleasing. Speak your truth, share your story, cultivate an appreciation for vulnerability in others. Mmm, without judgment. Oof, that's hard. (laughs) Ooh, because we all have an opinion about everyone else in their life. Become comfortable with the feeling uncomfortable. And making other and others uncomfortable. Ooh, that is a word. All right. Um, she leaves us with her declaration. I have the courage to be vulnerable. Hmm. I like that, Mommy Wata. Yeah, vulnerability. It's hard to be vulnerable, but it's so needed, especially in relationships, right? Not even just in life in general, because some, you know, and that's a, that's a tricky thing, you know, because you can't all, you can't be vulnerable with everyone, right? You got to know who you can be vulnerable with, um, and have that relationship of, uh, trust. All right. So Medusa is the other goddess that has visited us today. and She is the shadow of rage in Libya. Her element is fire. And so Medusa is feared as an ugly, vicious monster bitch. Whoa. (laughs) The truth, this Libyan Berber, dark goddess of wisdom's rage is sacred, epic, and fully justified. You are pissed off and petrified, angry and shaking, but underneath that, you are hurt and heartbroken. Ooh, Lord, didn't we, didn't we say, didn't we say, listen. You don't have to believe in spirituality. It's your choice to believe what you want. But let me tell you something. When divine energy speaks, you know that it is real in whatever way that they, it shows itself available to you. Mm -mm -mm. So again, this is saying do not repress your emotion, express yourself. Um, you know, I also feel like just Will had a lot of pent up probably frustration, uh, hurt, heartbroken, you know, that maybe he um, hadn't fully expressed to Jada or that whole situation and the whole red table. You know what I'm saying? Like, listen, there's a lot of shit that he could probably be dealing with that we don't know about, right? Um but without the focus being on Will Smith, there's a lot of men in society who are dealing with a lot of this 
And because society tells them that they're weak if they cry or show emotion or the world laughs at you, you know, a lot of men just suck up their emotion and don't say shit, which is not healthy either, right? So, wow. Like Mommy Wata says, express yourself, express your emotion, be emotionally naked. Ooh, Mm-mm-mm. okay. <laughs> Let me uh, stay focused here. Being, or excuse me, feeling undervalued is overwhelming. You can't stay silent anymore. Let your joys, hopes, and beauty rage on. Mm. So here's a practice, okay? <sighs> Take a breath. Close your eyes and put both hands over your lower abdomen. Tune in to the part of you that feels out of control. And this is what we call the sacral chakra. It rules the emotional world, creativity, life. For women, it is your womb area. Uh, We're intuition healing, feelings, all of that is stored in our sacral chakra. Tune into the part of you that feels out of control, flooded with loving, healing, golden light. Now put your hands over your heart and do the same. You have a right to f- you have a right to your full range of emotions including anger. And uh, Black people in this country have a lot to be angry about. We do. We often turn to entertainment to escape the pain and, you know, to just get away from our everyday situations and life and microaggressions and racisms and all of that that we experience in this country. You know, um, there is no black person, no matter how prestigious they, you know, present themselves to be that escape these feelings, right, Um, of the weight of the world. You know, it's a lot. It's a lot. And I, and you know, I'm not a psychologist or anything like that, but I do wish that I I had the words to break down, um, the Blacks experience in America, because from a psychological standpoint, it is a is a hard world to live in if you're a Black, okay? Sacred rage inspires us to run for office, lead protests, and shift policies, but unhealthy rage can devour your very soul. In a couple of last episodes, I talked about how unprocessed emotions affects your body. Aches, pains, um, organ failure, all of these things, uh, you know, can be rooted in unprocessed emotion, which is just energy. You know, that's what emotions are. They're energy. That's why we can feel them. They're energy that flows through the body. And uh, when we don't process shit, it gets trapped, right? And then something triggers us and we do something like slap a motherfucker on stage. 
Okay. Um, get clear on what is really happening. Allow yourself to feel your feelings, to see the truth. Just because you feel threatened does not mean you are being threatened. Oh, Medusa. She said that. Her declaration is, I have a right to feel my feelings. Mm. African Goddess Rising Oracle Guidebook. Uh, by this beautiful sister, Abiola Abrams. Um, I shot her out before. I love these cards. They're so relatable uh, because this is essentially our history, our spirituality, you know, um, in the form of Oracle cards. So we can hold on to that knowledge, that rich spiritual history of Black people, right? You know, we have a right to be angry. We, we have a lot to be angry about, <laughs> especially if you, you know, are working in the entertainment industry or really any, any industry that we don't control. You know, we have to deal with those racisms, micro, microaggressions, and, uh, you know, Will Smith is right. We do have to swallow a lot of that to save our jobs, Right. You know, to save our jobs, to pay our bills, to take care of our families. So there's a lot we have to swallow. Uh, but that doesn't mean that we have to repress what we feel. We have a right to feel angry. We have a right to express that anger. But I think the key is to find a healthy outlet, a healthy way to express those emotions. And um, for many people, that's music. That's entertainment, it's comedy, um, it's movies, it's fitness. You know, there's so many different ways that uh, you can explore yourself and, uh, and see what works for you. Some go to therapy, some write. You know, uh, yeah, it's... I don't even know where to go from there. And I felt that felt heavy and um, healing and releasing all at once. I just want everybody to 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 get along, especially black folks, you know, but y'all y'all already know how I feel about that. Um, Before I leave you today. uh, Be sure to rate the episode um also like the video on youtube subscribe to the channel hit those notifications because um i don't want you to miss a video and i have a little vlog coming up soon uh that i don't want you to miss so make sure you check that out also um yeah follow me on all the socials at afroholistic and I will be adding some new classes to the on-demand uh, fitness class uh, membership that I have. And so, you know, we're going to be getting getting right for the summertime. Even if we don't, you know, look like Megan Good in a bathing suit, it's quite okay. 
<laughs> the key is to look good and feel good for your body. And so if you want to join me in um, toning up, you know, um, getting the bodies looking nice and good, then uh, hit the website, leahlaray.com and join the membership. You get a seven day free trial. So you can check out the classes that I have. And um, I do also have a new uh, yoga, yin yoga class here on the YouTube channel. And you can watch that anytime, you know, you feel that you just need to decompress from this crazy week that we've had. Um, check out the yin yoga. It's a quick, I believe it's like 40 minutes, um, just stretching and taking some time to tune into your body, which is a great way to see how you're feeling. Um, maybe you were triggered this week and, uh, you want to clear some of that emotional energy, especially going into the new moon stuff is going to come up. We are in Aries season. So, you know, yeah, it's, it's a lot of cosmic energy happening this week. We've got a eclipse and another full moon at the end of the month. So, you know, we are all connected to everything uh, in the universe. So the movement of the planets do affect you, whether you believe it or not. <laughs> Thank you for watching, for tuning in. Have a wonderful weekend. And don't forget to, you know, leave me a comment. What'd you think about today's show? How do you feel about everything that's taken place this week? Even though, you know, we said we weren't going to talk about it, but we can talk a little bit deeper about just um, being human and feeling our emotions and what to do with the anger that we feel. So with that being said, Peace and love, beautiful people. I will catch you on the next episode.